Greetings, my good friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul. And thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 89, number 89, and scripture discourse number 151, 151. For our show, we use the GEC Sunday prayer letter as our script and outline for the show. Uh, In our letter, we have several parts to it, but we only use the four chapters in the letter. So I'll scroll down through the letter here, and I'll bypass these other sections of the letter, which you can read on our ministry website. Pretty easy, gospelevangelistchurch.org. You can go there and uh, read the entire letter. But we'll go over to the four chapters in the letter on this show. One of the benefits of doing the show and the podcast like I do is I'll be able to ad-lib a little bit on the letter, so it's difficult if you want to read the letter as you're listening to the show uh, because uh, you'll lose your place. (laughs) I go to the left, I go to the right, I kind of turn around in circles almost for some reason when I'm doing the show. But I like doing the podcast because it gives me the opportunity to add a few things to the letter that uh, I didn't feel necessary to put in the letter. Once again, my name is Preacher John. I'm here in Boulder, Colorado. It's uh, Saturday afternoon, January 1st. Happy New Year, my friend. Uh, Boulder, Colorado, we have about 7 or 8, maybe 9 degrees outside. We have 7 or 8 inches of snow, and it is very cold outside. But it's nice and warm inside, and uh, we are now going to jump back into our letter. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) So this is chapter one, Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. Uh, It's titled, The Testimony of Jesus is the Spirit of Prophecy. It's found in Revelation 19.10, and I'll read it to you from the King James Bible. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou, do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren, that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Amen, right? So once again, this is episode number 89, The Testimony of Jesus is the Spirit of Prophecy, and you are listening to the podcast show, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Once again, greetings, my friend. Well, we made it to a new year. Many did not make it through the year, and our heart aches for each soul that did not give their heart to Jesus Christ. Because if they were not born again, they will not see heaven. And if they don't see heaven, they will see hell, then the judgment, and onto the lake of fire and brimstone for all eternity. Guaranteed. How sad. At least for all of us who are consistently out witnessing for Christ. Based upon what I just wrote and just said on the show here, why not make this year, 2022, a year that will show God how much you love Him? And how can you do that? (laughs) That's a good question. How can you do that? 
I think the very best way to show your love is to love people. And you do that by giving them the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is one thing that will get someone saved. We preach the gospel. They call out to Jesus. The Holy Ghost saves them by their faith and confession on the Lord Jesus Christ. They will be born again, and then they will see heaven. And get this, you will probably see them too. How cool is that? We don't do little tricks or schemes or debates or forcefully push the gospel on anyone. We simply preach the gospel, the whole gospel, the word of truth, and we can ask them to pray. To let the person pray on their own and bind the strong man in their house. Okay? You do that. They pray the way they believe. They pray the way they believe. Yes, I'm going to say that one more time. They pray, the person that you're talking to, they pray the way they believe. Okay? It's kind of an important little topic. I've never heard anybody say that before, but uh, I like the way uh, uh, that was written in the letter here. So this is their faith in action, not yours. God sees their heart simply as that. Because we let, because, let me rephrase that, because, let me ask you, my friend, if you don't share Christ with your friend and family, then who will? Each of our days are not promised. Therefore, why not give the gift of life to the people whom you know? Then after that, tell the world. (laughs) Amen. Let's pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, Thank you for sending us your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. We so adore you, Jesus, and we are thankful for your giving and your sacrifice for us. May we fully receive all that you have for us. And thank you for sending us the promise, the gift of God, the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, the Spirit of God. We love you, Holy Spirit, and desire to have all of you. Fill us, Lord more. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So that ends chapter one. We'll roll down through here and we'll jump into chapter two. Welcome to chapter two. God bless chapter two. Chapter two is made up of the main title, the subtitle, and the letter titles, and lesson one, the scripture. So the main series title, this main topic may be used until the Holy Ghost gives us a new series, but right now it's called the Word of God, the main series title that is under uh, over our ministry, the banner that's flying over us, is called The Word of God. It's found in Revelation 19.13, and I'll read it to you from the King James. And he was clothed with a vesture, dipped in blood, and his name is called The Word of God. It's capital W, Word of God, that's the title of Jesus Christ. That is his name, The Word of God. Under the Main subtitle, main title is the subseries title, and this is Breakthrough, Overcome, and it is found, the scripture that we're using, let's say, is Numbers 1330, and I'll read it to you. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Amen. Uh, I'm kind of going kind of fast in my letter here because it's a very long letter. Um, it's taken me several hours to write this letter. Probably I'm probably hitting around four or four and a half hours of writing. 
Uh, don't know why some of these letters take so long to write. I pray a lot while I'm writing the letter. I'm up and down out of my chair, pacing and praying and sit back down. I write a little bit more then I get back up and pace and pray a little bit more, wash my face, wash my hands and pray a little bit more, sit back down and write. Uh, these letters, uh, they don't roll off the uh, roll off the tongue very easily. They don't roll off the press very easily either. It's quite a bit of work, but for some reason, it is a labor of love for me, and it's sort of like I am spending time with the Lord Jesus Christ as I write the letter. It's pretty amazing, but uh, to let you know that these letters do take a lot of work, and I appreciate uh, all who read it and listen to it and uh, use it to their benefit, uh, to leading people to Jesus and preaching the gospel. So uh, the next uh, series here is our letter series. This title changes every Sunday. And this Sunday, it's titled, the letter is titled, The Testimony of Jesus is the Spirit of Prophecy. Oh, this mo- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I got this big old beard that's growing because I'm fasting for my breakthrough and overcoming our street ministry and our church. And so... I fast everything else in my life, and but the thing that drives me crazy is not being able to be clean-shaven. So I have this beard, and it seems to get in the microphone as I'm speaking, and it just, oh, <laughs> it's very frustrating. But um, we are believing for breakthrough. I am standing, fasting, and praying for breakthrough, and uh, we will receive it because we are diligent in um, doing what the Lord wants us to do. Amen? So in Revelation 19.10, it says, I fell at his feet to worship him, and he said unto me, See thou do it it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Uh, Isn't that interesting? I just I find that verse very, very fascinating. I got this verse. This is what the letter is built on, Revelation 19.10. Uh, yesterday morning in my prayer time, I spend hour, two hours with the Lord every day, and on Saturdays, four or five hours. But uh, in that time I spent yesterday with the Lord, uh, which was Friday morning, uh, I was opening the Word, and my eyes fell upon this, and it's like the Spirit of God says, this is what you'll be writing your letter on. And I got really excited because I knew that Saturday would be a very busy day based on uh, our Saturday live stream show that we're doing every Saturday. This was the third Saturday that we've uh, doing a live stream broadcast for our Truth Study Notebook. And uh, that also is the work of a labor of love for the Lord Jesus Christ and for His saints. And um, But it takes time out of my life, no doubt about it. But I am giving my life to the ministry of Jesus Christ. So it's not uh, not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> so that's Revelation 19.10. So lesson one in this chapter, uh, what chapter are we in again? I think I said chapter, let me scroll, uh, chapter two, sorry about that. Lesson one, the scripture, is the next section in our um, chapter here. This section is used for the supporting scriptures to the letter series title, which includes the seven parts for the seven days of preaching the gospel. <clears throat> so uh, January 2nd Sunday prayer letter, again titled, The Testimony of Jesus is the Spirit of Prophecy. 
And part one, so we have seven parts, one part for each day of the week, seven days of the week. Part one, which starts on Sunday, the first day of the week, that'll be Revelation 19.10. That's what I'll be preaching in, preaching on, using that as my main text. And how we do this in our church is we start on that scripture, such as Sunday, we'll start on Revelation 19.10, and then we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into a preach however the Holy Ghost wants us to do. Uh, We don't preach from an outline or a format or bullet points. We just simply use that verse, we quote that verse, and then we take off with the Holy Ghost, preaching by the power of the Holy Ghost what the Holy Ghost wants to be preached, uh, wants to be said or preached and ministered. And it makes it simple for us, and at the same time, it provides a one accord in our church because we all of us start from the same verse no matter what day of the week or what we're doing. And it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, our church is in one accord. We use the same verse throughout the whole church. So so Sunday, whoever's preaching on Sunday, they will be preaching on Revelation 19.10. And then from there, they're led by the Spirit to preach however the Holy Spirit wants them to preach based on the congregation or the people or whatever they're doing. It's really fascinating. That way there, God gets all the glory, the preacher doesn't, and the ministry of the Holy Ghost goes forth unhindered and unwalled and unshackled, I guess you could say. Uh, as it used to be a great show I used to listen to, Unshackled. <laughs> I just got to throw that in there real quick. But uh, we don't put the Holy Ghost in a box at all. So part two on Monday will be 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19, verse 20, and verse 21. Part three on Tuesday will be 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 14, 15, and 16. Part four on Wednesday will be Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Part five on Thursday, Matthew chapter 13, verse 14. Part six on Friday, Proverbs 31, verse 1. Part 7 on Saturday will be 2 Chronicles chapter 9, verse 29. And Gospel Evangelist Church uses the authorized King James Bible for all Scripture references. And let me add a side note there. I hope that you also use the King James in all your preaching. So we're looking at the word as seed. The seed in the Sunday prayer letter is the title of the letter such as the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That is the seed that we are sowing. And we have seven parts, one for each of the seven days of the week that we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? So that ends chapter 2. Real quick chapter there, it looks like. Chapter 3 is rolling up next. And so we'll welcome chapter 3. God bless chapter 3 here. It's called, it's, uh, the sub here is uh, Breakthrough, Overcome, and Lesson 2, The Understanding of the Scriptures. So Breakthrough and Overcome. Now this is, I write quite a bit here sometimes, so kind of hang on to your seat here or whatever you're doing, walking or driving. And uh, here we go. The main method of having breakthrough in life and ministry is having the, prof- having the testimony of Jesus Christ. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. When we have this, uh, this prophecy inside our spirit, then we have authority to act in behalf of Almighty God. We do this by speaking the prophecy of Jesus Christ. This is, as we know now, by now, <laughs> is the word of truth. When we know for certainty that every word of God is pure, 
then we can speak with power using the keys of the kingdom of God. By speaking the word of God, we can speak the prophecy of Jesus and set people free from hell and an eternity in the lake of fire if they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. We cannot believe for someone else. Salvation through Christ is a personal one-on-one event between the person and Christ. Now, let me ask you this. Do you believe the Word of God? This is a serious question. Thank and pray to God, asking if you do truly believe the Word of Truth. Did you answer that question yet? You don't need to answer it right now, because very serious questions take time in prayer. When you are ready to give the answer, know that our adversary is immediately in action. Beware by watching and praying. In following Jesus Christ, we are well able to overcome the barriers, the walls, the snares of the evil one. Being called a Christian is someone who follows Christ. To follow is not solely a mouth issue. Many speak wonderful words, but are not saved. The key scripture for breakthrough and overcoming ministry is first this one, from my point of view as a street preacher and minister, okay? And that is Proverbs 11.30. In the King James, it says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. You know, I've meditated on this single verse for days, weeks, and months over the last 48 years of ministry. If you want to be like heaven, win the lost. Lesson two in our chapter here is to understand. So the following seven scriptures are for the seven days of preaching the gospel, wherever we may be. Each verse is a type of supporting scripture for our seed that this letter is sowing. And that seed is, once again, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Let me say it again. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. One more time. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Remembering that Jesus likened the seed to the word of God. You can read that and reference it in Luke chapter 8, verse 11. So January 2nd, Sunday prayer letter, the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy, that's going to be part one on Sunday, Revelation 19.10. And uh, what I'm going to do here on our letter and on the show, um, let me kind of give a little side note here. I used to uh, and have for a long time would give commentary to each of the verses. But however, the Holy Spirit has uh, kind of stopped that now or temporarily or forever. I'm not sure. But right now, uh, I'm not directed or led to give commentary to any of these verses. So what I do in the letter and what I do on the show and what I do on the website and the podcast is uh, simply read the verse. My hope is that the verse will Uh, take seed into your life and that you will take it to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will teach you the Word of God. Instead of Preacher John teaching you the Word of God, I want the Holy Spirit of God to teach you the Word of God. 
And in that manner, you will learn directly from the source. Amen? Uh, Let me say one more thing on that. Uh, Doing it this way is difficult. It's not easy. It's easy to sit in a chair or walk down the road or be driving your truck or your car and be listening to somebody talk about the Bible. It's another idea or another action or another event to pray the scriptures, to talk to the Holy Ghost, and have the Spirit teach you the scriptures. It is a different dynamic. It's a different interaction. It's a different work and labor in the Spirit when you're being taught the Word of God that way. However, when, it's, when the Holy Spirit teaches you the Word of God this way, He lodges it deep within your spirit. And that sets up that rock of Christ for your salvation. That's why when someone does it this way, they are not shaken when the storms of life come into their life because the scriptures are solidly grounded in the rock, which is Jesus Christ. Amen? You might want to rewind that one little section right there because that is not in my letter. That simply came straight out of my spirit. And I believe the Holy Spirit wanted me to say that. It's not in the letter. It is now on the show. So the only way to get that information I just said is to kind of backtrack a a minute or two or three minutes, whatever it takes, to get that information, to re-listen to that a couple more times. Uh, Let me think. This This show also goes up to my YouTube channel along with about 15 or 20 different podcast apps and show uh, sites, you know, Spotify and iHeartRadio and Apple and Google. They all uh, hold my show. Uh, so you can just Google John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven or Touching People for Heaven, and you'll come up with a uh, podcast that uh, you'll be able to listen to the show with. All right, so let's jump back into our letter here. Part two on Monday will be Second Peter, and I'll read them to you. Second Peter 1, 19, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Wow. <laughs> Let me just say so. When I read scripture, because I've spent such a long time meditating, I have difficulty memorizing, but I don't have a difficulty in meditating on it. Uh, could be because of my years and decades of being a trucker, truck driver, over the road driver. Uh, so when I read scripture, uh, my mind just disappears and goes into the spirit, I guess you'd say, and I just begin living that scripture. And I see so much in each scripture. So it's difficult sometimes for me just to say the Bible verse. <laughs> I hope you know what I'm trying to say there. But uh, anyways, let's get back to our letter. Next one down here, Second Peter 1.20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scriptures is of any private interpretation. Second Peter 1.21. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Boy, that Monday preach will be really good. Let's see, Monday on my calendar, I will be at 30th and Baseline here in Boulder. So that will be a real interesting preach up there at 30th and Baseline here in Boulder. Uh, I'll also, what I do when I get to my corners is I immediately uh, preach the message for that corner and for that day on um, 
on video. And then I come home that evening and edit it and post it up to YouTube. And it usually goes live that late that night or first thing in the morning. But it's based on this letter. So, you, you, you know, getting this letter is kind of a prelude to what we're going to be preaching through this whole week. How, got the, how about that, right? And this is Saturday. So if you happen to be listening to this on Saturday, you'll have tomorrow's message or scripture already in hand. I think that's really cool. I love that. I love it. Praise God. So part three on Tuesday, 1 Timothy 4, uh, verses 14, 15, and 16. Uh, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, for which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. 1 Timothy 4.15, Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. 1 Timothy 4.16, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear them. It's really funny. I'm doing the show here, and somebody knocks at the door. <laughs> so I have to keep going on the show because I can't break the show up. So part four on Wednesday, Romans 12, verse 6. Romans 12, verse 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given unto us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Amen? So part five on Thursday, first. Uh, see, I'm going kind of fast here. Part 5 on Thursday, Matthew 13, verse 14. 13, 14. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. That's a real difficult verse. I uh, went kind of fast there. I'm kind of going fast because I got kind of... Um, Mixed up because I'm at home here in my little studio and uh, when people knock on the door, that's why I turn my phone off. I turn everything off that I can't make people not knock on the door. <laughs> so it kind of throws me off a little bit, but that's life, right? So part six on Friday is Proverbs 31, verse one. Uh, the words of King Lemuel, I don't know how you pronounce that, L-E-M-U-E-L, the prophecy that his mother taught him. Oh, that's a good one. Part, se- uh, part 7 on Saturday, Second Chronicles 9, verse 29. Now the rest of the acts of Solomon, first and last, are they not written in the book of Nathan the prophet, and in the prophecy of Ahai the Shilonite, and in the vision of Ido the seer against Jeroboam the son of Nebat? Wow, a lot of good words there, a lot of good names there, right? So that was part 7 on Saturday, and that also ends chapter 3. Uh, that's just a quick summation of all the different parts that we're going to be preaching on this week. Amen? So that ends chapter 3, and we'll roll into chapter 4 here, the last chapter of our uh, podcast. It has recap, uh, it contains a prayer, it contains a salutation, and it contains the ending. So to recap, in summarizing this letter, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I can only simply say that what is written in the Holy Scriptures about the name of our Savior, thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Uh, Find this in the first book of the New Testament, amen? There is none other name. Acts 4.12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. 
through his name. Acts 10.43 To him give all the prophets witness that through this, that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. But by me, that's John 14.6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, let me kind of a little side note here. Now, I said these scriptures, and you think, well, is that a recap? Yes, that is a recap of this letter. We're talking about the testimony of Jesus. And this testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Uh, you have to kind of think about that for a minute, because so many of us think, well, prophecy is, is uh, when some prophet gets on television and tells you what's going to happen in 2022 and what's going to happen here. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking something different here. I'm talking purely the Word of God. And so when you speak the Word of God, you're really truly speaking the testimony of Jesus, because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And that is why I gave these scriptures in Acts 4 and Acts 10 and John 14, 6, because Jesus came for one reason and only one reason. Amen? So that's what he came for, right? You're thinking about it right now, why he came. He came to save you, man. <laughs> he didn't come to do anything but save you. Save you. <laughs> he is a savior. So my friend, as you can probably tell, I am an evangelist. And the name of our church that God has called me to build is Gospel Evangelist Church. So why an evangelist? Well, it's Luke 15, 10. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Let me say that again, because to me, this is the tells you what is the most important thing that you can possibly do in the kingdom of God. If you say of all the things that someone could do in preaching and ministering and living in the kingdom of God, what one thing could I really do in 2022? Well, as far as I know in the scriptures, there is only one thing that creates joy in the presence of God, the joy in the angels of God in heaven. Only one thing. And it says it right here, Luke 15, 10. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. So what that means, I guess you could say, is when someone believes on the Lord Jesus Christ, repents from their sins, and believes on the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved, to be born again, that unleashes joy in the presence of the angels of God. Amen? No other act. doesn't say reading the Bible. doesn't say going to church. It doesn't say anything except for that one act. When someone becomes born again, everyone gets excited in heaven. Amen? So that would be the work that we all should do, and that pays the highest price. That pays the highest dollar, <laughs> I guess you could say. And that is why we do the work of an evangelist. And that is 2 Timothy 4, 5. But watch thou in all things, endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Now, let me another side note here. Many people quote that and say, well, that's not for me. That was for Timothy. Paul was telling Timothy to do this. No, that is for you, my friend, not Timothy. Timothy's not here anymore. He's on in heaven. 
He hasn't been here for a very long time. So that scripture can't be dead and gone. That scripture is still alive, still working, and still viable in 2022. So be, but watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, and do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. That's 2 Timothy 4.5. Amen. Really important, my friend. Uh, 2022 has got to be a year of winning the lost. I have a goal set for winning 2,000 people to Jesus Christ this year. I hope you have a goal of at least winning one to 2,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 or, you know, but something. Set a goal to win the lost for Jesus Christ in 2022. Amen? Amen, brother and sister. Praise God. Let's pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Holy Spirit, thank you for giving us the power to preach the gospel and to go into all the world and do the work of an evangelist. Many are called, but few are chosen. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping and teaching us to make the right choices and to live by faith. Thank you for all that you are doing to get us ready for the marriage feast of the Lamb of God. May we receive by faith your teaching of Christ in our life. And thank you, Jesus, for making a way for all who believe on you to receive eternal life. We love you, Jesus. And in your name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen. And my letter here is signed, Doing the Work of an Evangelist, with my initials, J.C. for John Shuck. Below my initials are three scriptures. First one is Luke 15, verse 4. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. Until he find it. Amen. Luke 19, verse 10. I have another verse here. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to say that which was lost. A little side note here. Uh, you can actually put your own name in there. For Preacher John is come to seek and to say that which was lost. Or you, my friend, can put your name in there and say, I too have come to seek and to save that which was lost. It's just not Jesus. He's commissioned us to do the same thing as Jesus. And Jesus said that greater works will you do because I go to my Father, which is in heaven. Last verse here is John 6, verse 12. When they were all filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost that nothing be lost. Jesus is not someone who loses their keys. <laughs> amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letters written Saturday, January 1st, 2022 at 4.31 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor to Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. <laughs>